Back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hey, good Monday afternoon to all of you. Nick and Nate. How about that? I'm going to have to stick with that. Nick and Nate. How about that? Just come to you, Ticket Water Cooler. We're also going to stick around for On the Block next. Eric Strickland is at a celebrity golf tournament. I asked him if I could also be in the celebrity golf tournament. I like to think of myself as a celebrity. It was a resounding no. You do, so, have, you do have the blue check. I do. I got a blue check mark. So, I, unfortunately, that's not enough to get you into a celebrity golf tournament. Also, I don't know if I would want to embarrass Strick in front of his friends. So, probably best that I'm did, not there. Did he give a na- any names of guys that will be playing in there with Not him? that I know of, no. But Strick, the thing about Strick is... If you guys listen, 402-464-5685, sorry, Honda Lincoln Hotline, Starter Heyman Text Line. If you listen every day to On the Block, like, his personality is not a front. That is just who Strick is. <laughs> Dude, Strick he is insane. talks and knows everybody. Yeah. Literally yeah. everybody. When we're yeah. out and we do live uh, for any of the radio shows and Strick's there, he knows everybody. He mm-hmm. talks to everybody. It's it's not a front, so it doesn't surprise me that he was the one invited to the celebrity golf ball tournament or golf tournament. So unfortunately, me and Nick were not invited. So nope. we will be here for on the block and ticket water cooler. Also, Bach will be back tomorrow. I was gonna so. say, are you ready just to go back to just water cooler? I don't know. I think I'm gonna miss it. I'm curious if the text line is going to miss me or not. I don't even know if I want to ask that question because I'll probably get both sides. No, get Bach back. Finally. Right, People love Bach. People do love Bach. People love Bach. Bach has a cult six. following. It is. It is. Six and six prediction. Bach, Bach and his constant six and six prediction. That's the thing is, that is the one thing I've enjoyed is at least we have one way or the other. Is Rico is very pessimistic and he will, he's been saying a lot of four and eight, yep. five and seven. VJ is saying like 11 and one. So I don't know what the hell that's about. And then you have me kind of nine and three. I might go back down to eight and four. I don't know. We have people taking sides. I- Box since March first has said six and six. <laughs> how how close are you fr- to going down to eight and four with this Nuri news? Are you pretty close? You seem pretty close, I'm, Nate. I'm honestly stressed. Like that, though. The, I've been very confident in my nine and three prediction. I'm incredibly confident in Mark Whipple, as you guys know. I'm big ACC guy. I watched a lot of Pitt football, and I'm gonna tell you right now, Kenny Pickett's not that great. And Mark Whipple made him look like the best quarterback hey, in the NFL hey, draft. He's going to, which he was. And I, I, I think Casey Thompson and Mark Whipple is a match made in heaven. But with that being said, I'm not gonna lie. It worries me. It does. Like okay. I and I. And I don't know if it's just because we know Nuri personally. We know that he's a leader on the field, leader off the field. I just, it, I, I'm a little bit nervous. I'm sticking with nine and three. If another domino wow. falls, which Husker football, there's somehow, well, some way, going to be another domino that falls. I might get a little worried. Well, here's the thing: our predictions have to be finalized by the start of fall camp. When is that? July 31st. July 31st. So if injuries happen in fall camp, we can't change our prediction. How much does your prediction change if Casey Thompson's not the starting quarterback? I'd go down to eight and four. I might go down to seven and five. You think Casey's set two wins? I think 
Over, over Chubba, over I Logan? I do. Interesting. I do. I think Casey Thompson, when again, and I and I know a lot of people don't like this comparison, but there's some people that do. The only comparison, mano y mano, the only team that both Texas played and Nebraska oh. played was Oklahoma. And I know that you hate the argument because there's different teams. I understand that. I get that. But it's a huge difference between location, one different, touchdown yeah. and five, Nick. There is. If he threw two or three touchdowns, sure, fine. I get it. Whatever. The kid threw for over 300 yards and five touchdowns against Oklahoma. It, he's good. I'm telling you. The, the kid is legit. And I and it's not a knock on Chubba Purdy, and it's yeah. not a knock on Logan Smothers. Listen, I think they're both good quarterbacks. I was a little bit surprised that Logan Smothers didn't enter the transfer portal, to be entirely honest with you. Because um, I think that be he's, he he does want to be here, but I think at the end of the day, he's the one that's kind of getting a little bit. I, I'm I don't know if screwed is the right word in this. What but if he was going to be the starter until transfer portal yeah. additions were made? I now this is I don't know anything here, but just going through random scenarios, what's this place going to be like if we find out Logan Smothers is competing with Casey for number one job? Out of nowhere, I think we would have heard about it by now. Interesting. I, I, I think because we've we've heard and I know uh, Vershawn Jay has talked about it, too, that, that, that they like Chubba Purdy. We've heard I, we talked to Brian Munson about it, too. They mm-hmm. like Chubba Purdy. And, and we know that. Does that mean he's going to start? No, we have no idea. We can only speculate what that means. And we we didn't see much from the spring game, unfortunately, to show us one way or the other. But I know that they like Chubba Purdy, and I know he's being a part of those discussions and conversations. Well, and, and we, but I'm still taking Casey Thompson. I am. Yeah, we can ask what's going to happen in uh, like two years. Who's going to be Nebraska's? Who do you fe- who do you have a better feeling <laughs> on Nebraska's quarterback going into twenty twenty three? Chubba Purdy, Logan Smothers, Heinrich Harburg. Don't forget, they love Heinrich Harburg. <laughs> I know you keep saying that. Come on, I'm not saying I love Heinrich Harburg, but they love Heinrich Harburg. Or they got William Pop Watson coming in. So you're just assuming that Casey Thompson is going to go to the NFL draft. If they, if Nebraska has an a ten win season, yes. If Nebraska has a ten win season, Casey Thompson might be a second, third round pick. Is what's essentially going to happen? Unreal. Seriously, that's what Mark Whipple does. It, trust me, I saw Kenny Pickett <laughs> as a scrub at Pittsburgh. Dude, Kenny, Kenny, uh, Kenny Pickett, or Kenny Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, Kenny Pittsburgh is an awesome name. You got to remember, Nick. The reason he stayed for his COVID year at Pittsburgh is because he wasn't going to get drafted. Yeah. And he stayed. He got to be a 22nd overall. And he is the 22nd overall pick, dude. I'm telling you, (laughs) he's not that good. You are going to be very – I'm telling you, Husker Nation, you are going to be pleasantly surprised at how good of a coach Mark Whipple is. That goes in the discussion, though. What if if Mark Whipple can't do that with Casey Thompson? I mean, there's a chance that he might not. There's a I mean, trust me. It's it could be a one hit wonder with, with yeah. Kenny Pickett, which I, and, t- and, and I certainly Addison, don't though. think it was. Jordan Addison's going to help. So does Trey Palmer, dude. Like Trey don't, Palmer's don't, a former com- five star recruit, yes, man. But you can't compete. You it's compare, tough to get into Jordan. that LSU receiving room. It is. It's not now. And there's a reason. It's it's not now because they all left, including Mickey Joseph. That's what I'm saying. It's not hard now because you got Mickey. And Mickey Joseph decided Trey Palmer's the guy that he wanted coming with him. I trust Mickey Joseph, and I trust a five star recruit. Does that gonna is that gonna show up on the field? I don't know. It might not, but it's a reason to be optimistic. It's a reason to be excited. So here's here's a question: Do we at the end of the season, if Casey Thompson doesn't play well, or you can even go vice versa, does play well, 
are we crediting Mark Whipple or are we crediting Scott Frost? Ooh. That's what's interesting. I because think- we can't sit here. We, we cannot sit here. It wouldn't be right for us, and I'm not saying we would, but we can't sit here, you and I included in this discussion, Nate, saying that Mark Whipple did this these great wonders with Kenny Pickett, expecting him and say, yeah, he'll, at the beginning of the season here, saying, yep, he's going to do the same thing with Casey. We what if he does, though? Similar. That's what I'm saying. So then do we, at the end of the season, are we saying, yep, look what Mark Whipple did with Casey Thompson, or are we saying, look what Scott Frost did with Casey Thompson? Well, look what Scott Frost did with this team after he unhitched his wagon, which his wagon was. I Martinez. think there's some credit to be given to Scott Frost, and I've talked to Bach about this. I think the credit would go to Mark Whipple, as it rightfully should, but I think we do need to give Scott Frost and Trev Alberts, of course, some credit for getting these guys in the room. And I know I a lot of people don't don't like to hear it, but there's some type of confidence in this program to be able to get a Mickey Joseph and. Uh, Mark Whipple and your coaching staff. If there was yeah. no hope for I, Scott Frost, if there's no hope in the program, I don't care what anyone says. Yes, money talks. I understand that. They were at good programs before, yeah. and they still decided to put their faith in a three and nine football coach and a three and nine football program. I don't know. Like I feel like Mark Whipple's in a, it's it's a huge risk for maybe not risk. Mickey Joseph maybe risk is the incorrect word there because. There's a lot of speculation about Mickey Joseph's future, and I don't want to get into that. Not not whether or not he's going to be a coach here in Nebraska, whether or not he'd eventually be the head coach. There's a lot of speculation about that, which I don't want to get into. Right. However, Mark Whipple's in an interesting position because you look at it, he goes to a place like Pittsburgh, he reaches probably Pittsburgh's ceiling. Pittsburgh is a New Year's Six Bowl yeah, a ceiling. and winning the ACC yeah. is Pittsburgh's ceiling. So, so he, he did 100%. Win. He's losing. He lost his quarterback. He... Ended up losing his wide receiver, but after he left, he obviously, didn't know about that. yeah, no one knew about no, that. No, Don't nobody had. Yeah, that exactly. Nonsense. So we went on. We went off that we day. Did go off that day. Anyway, rightfully so. Uh, anyway, Gotta feel for Pat Narduzzi on that one, man. Oh, big time. Yeah, there's nothing Terrible. you can do about that. Anyway, uh, so Mark Whipple's going. All right, listen, I'm 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 older. I've had a long coaching career. I don't need to coach anymore. But you know what? Let's go to a place like Nebraska. That's a, a, a historically respected program and let's there's see a lot if, of question let's marks see, let's see if we can do this but here's the thing if mark whipple does like if it doesn't work out with mark whipple and he's not here next year he's gonna say okay like i still have coached over 20 years i don't know though man like, I, mean, I, I don't can't think, really like, speak uh, the, these football coaches are competitive and want to win and want to be at top tier programs i don't care how old you are how old is nick freaking saban that dude still, I mean, that dude's still coaching. He's not going to stop anytime soon. But not soon. everybody's Nick Saban. No, and I'm not saying that. But if you're Mark Whipple, I don't think you're going out here just to test out one year and see what happens. No. Here's what's interesting. Ben's- Mark Whipple has some type of confidence in the program. Ben says this. Well, Ben says a couple things. He says Bach is the OG at the studio. Um, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> well, I guess he is, technically. Yeah, I Who guess is so. the longest tenured on-air personality? It probably would be Bach. Jake? Uh, it might be. No, I think it might be Bach. Bach took like a hiatus, though, for a couple years. But he was he was here, I think, before Jake. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it, it it's Jake help. or Bach. Yeah. Anyway, um, but then he follows up with, with an interesting point. Can we credit Scott Frost with knowing when to get the hell out of the way and let Mark, Mark Whipple work his magic? That's a big part so of there's it. So that, there's that part, but also, to that point, Ben, has did Scott Frost know when to get out of his own way? 
Or was he kind of forced to get out of his own way? Because it's taken four years. Maybe. We don't even know if he is going to get out of his own way this year. Jake Sorensen wins. Uh, Mark says. But at the end of this year, if we can look back and Nebraska had success and we know Scott Frost doesn't call him plays, then yes, we can credit Scott Frost for getting out of its way. But right now, we don't know if Scott Frost is going to get out of the way. We can hope. That's a big question. Oh, it's huge. And I think you have to have some faith in in Mark Whipple. Just looking at his history, look at last season alone. You have to have Pat, some type here's of Here's the thing. Pat Narduzzi is not an offensive-minded coach. You are right. Scott Frost is. You are right. So Pat Narduzzi and Scott Frost are completely different coaches. And, and maybe an interesting th- discussion here is which one would you rather have? At Nebraska. Who? Between who? Scott Frost or Narduzzi. <laughs> Defensive-minded guy. At the time... Nate, no, 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 Nate, no, 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 no. Listen to at this. At the time <laughs> that they were hired, at the time they were hired, Scott, Scott Frost. Frost. Absolutely. Yes. Right now, I plead the fifth. Defensive guy? No comment. Defensive guy for no the comment. Big Ten Conference? No comment. He, Talk to me about after this. Nebraska wins nine games. Think about this. Pat Narduzzi Talk went to the ACC Nebraska. as a defensive guy. And had one of the best offenses in college football because he wasn't involved. <laughs> that is true. Does Scott do the same thing? He has in all four years. Man, Nate, we're getting deep. Here That'd we go. exciting. I'm good. telling you. This is good. Have faith in Mark Whipple. And Mickey Joseph for that matter. But you need faith in Scott Frost to have faith in those guys. Ticket Water Cooler, 93.7 The Ticket. We'll be right back.